Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Come on, son. Welcome to Come On, Son, the podcast. I'm the host of this podcast. My name is Ed Lover. Come on, son. It's probably the most organic thing that I've ever done that has been continuing and going on for a long time. And for all my loyal podcast listeners, I thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody that's ever helped me out. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, especially Cam P and Krista Hayes. Let me tell y'all something. I had a very great conversation with Cam P earlier because November 9th, 1993 was a pivotal day for hip hop in a lot of ways. Two of the greatest albums that hip hop has ever heard came out on that same day, the same day. And we're going to concentrate on one of them. And one was Midnight Marauders by a Tribe Called Quest. And later on in the show, I'll have my man Cam play a few joints off of that album. And the other one was Into the Woo, The 36 Chambers. That album absolutely changed everything. Every We had never in our lives even heard of the Wu-Tang Clan. Now, for those of us that have been around and was around for a long time, we knew who the Jizza was because he had a single out at one point. All right? Play me a little of the Jizza's first single. Here I am lounging at a hype party. Then I see this lady with a hell of a body with a pair of bedroom eyes that were clocking the genius. Well, you see what I mean is she had to look as if she was attracted to me. So what I did, I reacted in a manner just to show that I was feeling the same. Now check out the game. I said, lovely, I be the genius, and how you doing? I'm on the chase, and you're the one that I'm pursuing. She said, it's a pleasure, genius. I'm doing kind of fine, but what's on your mind? I said, We knew who the RZA was because he was Prince Raheem and he had a record out called I Love You, Raheem. And we used to play the video on your own TV rats. Play me a little bit of the RZA's Raheem's first record. 
Time is moving slow, life is a drag. There's money to make and more girls to bag. Fully aware, so I step up on the square. Looking for what? The cootie in the chair. Flex and I flex on the opposite sex. Hit them up quick and step to the next. It seems I'm a fiend for a sex routine. Love to hit them scream. And my response is, oh, always satisfied him. You know how I flow. With sex, I'm not lazy. I'm buck wild and crazy. I kiss the bosoms, but never eat the daisies. And my ladies love me deeply because I'm handsome, charming, and freaky. And when they meet me, they won't go. And now I'm stuck. I should have said no, no, no. And I love you too. Thank you. You're far too kind, bro. But those two artists did not take off. And instead of giving up, the RZA got with a bunch of dudes that he was around in Staten Island and formed the Wu-Tang Clan. Just think about, that was 30 years ago that their first album came out, their debut album. 30 years ago, 30 years ago, the very first time I ever met the Wu-Tang Clan, I don't know if y'all know this story or not, in New York City, out at Jones Beach, they used to have the Greek Fest for all the Greeks, sororities, and fraternities. I was not a Greek, still not a Greek. I am a square, I'm a Mason, but I wasn't at that time. Why did we go to the Greek Fest at Jones Beach? Because women were there. Why would any young dude in his 20s, mid-20s, late-20s not go? That's where the women were. And at this time, it's 1992. I'm on your TV raps six days a week. Why wouldn't I go? And I'm single. Why wouldn't I go? So we go out to the Greek Fest, and I'm chilling. Walking with a few of my boys, and my boys stepped off. I don't know. They was talking to some chicks or something. And the next thing you know, I'm surrounded by a bunch of dudes. And they're like, yo, you Ed Lover from your own TV raps, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Yo, here, man, take our tape. We the Wu-Tang Clan. I said, the what? Tang who? Wu-Tang Clan, my nigga. Wu-Tang Clan. And then I looked, and I saw RZA. And I said, I know you, dude. You Raheem. We play your record, your video, and you're on TV raps. We love you, Raheem. Nah, that ain't uh, the fucking RZA. Yo, he's the RZA. I was like, they were very, very aggressive, y'all. Right? And then I look and I see the genius. And I go, nah, you the genius. Like, you had a record, too. We played that joint on your own TV raps. The Jizza, he's the fucking Jizza. Like, aggressive. Yo, play our shit, nigga. We gonna yo, and I was on the radio too at Hot ninety seven, number one, all hip hop radio station, the first one in New York City history, and me, Dre, and Lisa in the morning. Right? No, I wasn't there yet. This was nineteen ninety two. I didn't get to to Hot ninety seven till ninety three. But I am on your own TV raps. It's funny how shit happens, right? So they give me the tape. I said, "Bet y'all, I'll listen to it." A white tape. It had the Wu-Tang sign on, on it, and I remember looking at it, and it was Wu-Tang Records, Wu-Tang Productions. So I'm like, put it in my pocket. We continue our day. 
I'm getting ready to go back to wherever I was living at in 1992. I'm in my car. And of course, in the 90s, you got a tape deck in your car. It's no doubt about it. I'm on your own TV ride, so I'm making some change. And I got a sound system. I put this tape in my deck. And the first thing I hear is, Wu-Tang can't coming at you. Watch your step, kid. Watch your step, kid. Automatically, the beat got me. You don't expect the deck. I smoke on the mic like smoke at Joe Frazier. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And how many, this is what I'm thinking. How many niggas is on this and why I'm not bored by this many niggas on one record? The karate sounds, all of this shit took me back to Saturday morning Kung Fu Theater or Sunday morning Kung Fu Theater, whichever it was. Crazy. On the opposite side was Method Man Solo. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. I already identified with the M-E-T-H-O-D because that was taken from Method of Mind and Love by Hall and Oates. I got fat bags of scrub, but that it was so fucking dope. I played this shit over and over and over. I remember pulling into a gas station, having my crew that was with me in different cars. I was like, everybody pull over into this gas station. I played that shit for them. And they was like, yo, what is that? I said, this the tape them niggas that was surrounding me gave me. The Wu-Tang Clan, Protect Your Neck and Met The Man. Why did I not keep that tape? Why don't I have that tape to this day? I don't fucking know. But that tape changed everything from bunch of niggas from Staten Island. Old Dirty is from Brooklyn, though, and so is the Jizza, and so, I believe, is Master Killer. But the rest of them, Staten Island niggas, there was nothing like that coming out of Staten Island. The Force MDs have been the greatest thing to come out of Staten Island, New York City. You have to understand how disconnected really Staten Island is from the rest of the borough. Staten Island is closer to New Jersey than it actually is. It's close to Brooklyn by the bridge, the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. But coming down that side into Brooklyn, you pretty much in Bensonhurst and all of that until you get to Coney Island, which is a little way more in for black people in them days. So Staten Island, if they even came across from the ferry, they were in lower Manhattan, not exactly the blackest place in New York. And if they took the cars and went over, they had a ways to go before they saw any black people for real. So they were kind of isolated in their own bubble, which even made it greater because Pressure makes diamonds. So that's the way Staten Island is connected. They, they're more connected. They probably could have got to North quicker or Elizabeth and the waterfronts quicker than they could have got into, like, say, Harlem or Bedford-Stuyvesant or even for them to come to my section, Jamaica, Queens, Southside, Northside, Hollis, that shit is a trek for them. And don't even think about taking mass transit. So these guys are isolated, Duke. They isolated. And the biggest thing to come from that part of New York City at that time was the Force MDs, which was a singing group that started off as a rap group, but quickly became a singing group, had hits like Let Me Love You, Tears, 
you know, tender love, uh, all of that, right? So that's a feat within itself. To put a whole borough on the map. You're thinking about the 90s. you think about hip-hop is flourishing. Jay-Z is not even out yet. Chop Called Quest's third album was Midnight Marauders. Niggas is popping. Big ain't even really out yet. Right? Niggas is popping. 1993, the movie Who's the Man came out. Niggas is popping in 93. And here they come with this album. Into the Woo, 36 Chambers. Can't nobody else in who's listening to this podcast tell me that they knew what the fuck a Wu-Tang was. Nobody can tell me that they knew it. No, you didn't. You didn't know what the fuck a Wu-Tang was. And to name their album, Into the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, straight from the karate flicks, y'all. Straight from the karate flicks. So shall we examine this album, this beautiful, masterful piece of work? Can we look at this album for what for what it is? Into the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers. Let's start off with the first one. Bring the ruckus. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. Bring the ruckus. How do you start an album off with that? And here's a little trivia. The first rhyme that you ever hear from this album is from... Catch the blast of a hype burst. My clock burst, leaving a hearse. I did worse. I come rough. Jump like an elephant tusk. Your head rush. Fly like Egyptian musk. Oh shit. We take clear spark the wixen. However, I mastered a trick just like Nixon. So when I pull this album up on Apple Music, I'm going to tell you and read to you exactly what it says about this album. In 1993, the Wu-Tang Clan were a grim, grimy, grindhouse alternative to G-Funk's Baroque gangster cinema. If Dr. J's, Dr. J, I'm so fucking stupid. If Dr. Dre's lush, low-rider-ready grooves were terminated too, then the scratchy, bloody, distorted productions of RZA on their debut album were Reservoir Dogs. Emerging from New York City's most underrepresented borough. See what I told you about Staten Island? The literal island of Staten. Here was a sound that, by nature or nurture, existed in its own raw, unapologetic bubble, corroded soul breaks, snatches of dialogue and sound effects from arcane turn-of-the-70s Hong Kong foo flicks, Descended keyboard lines, tape noises, snaps, and stutters. Wu-Tang emerged as a nine-member crew in the post-MTV age of small cliques, a mix of styles and voices that eventually carried more than a few solo careers. The violent beat poetry of Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, and Inspector Deck, the drunken sing-to-scream ping-pong of Old Dirty Bastard, the $5 words and and scientific flows. Let me read that again. The $5 words and scientific flows of Jizza and Master Killer. 
the boisterous coaching of RZA, the gritty rasp of you, God, and the fame-ready slick talk of Method Man, who was already getting a star turn on his eponymous track. Though melancholy reminiscences like, can it be all, can it all be so simple? Incredible. Cream and Tears made a trilogy of evocative narratives. The Woo provided few easy inroads to their mythology and poetry. Instead, America was forced to enter their chamber, a lyrical swarm of hip-hop slang, the 5% nation's supreme mathematics, and skits that sounded like taped conversations. They brought a singular ruckus in everyone from the similarly crew-oriented Odd Future, the worldly, the wordy logic, right? It's another one. This is who they're saying they, they influenced. Odd Future, Logic, the mafioso fuel Pusha T, the wide-eyed young thug, and the noisy Shaq, Shaq West, all old different types of gratitude to the Wu-Tang Clan. I could not have written that and said it better if I wanted to. The impact that the Wu-Tang Clan's first album, Into the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, I don't think I'm even able to fully explain to everyone what that album did or what that album meant to musical history. That's why they have such a cult following. Such a cult following. If you go to a Wu-Tang concert, nine times out of ten, you'll see just as many white people as you will black people. The Wu-Tang symbol is almost like the Batman symbol being put up in the sky. It's that important. On the 9th, which is the 30th anniversary of this pivotal musical masterpiece, New York City had Method Man flip the switch and it turned the Empire State Building onto yellow and black in honor of the Wu-Tang Clan. I have never seen the city do that for anybody else. Yellow and black, killer bees on attack because of this album and this group. So many people were influenced by Wu-Tang Clan. So many people had to step their game up because of Wu-Tang Clan. Because of these dudes, man. This album is absolutely a magnus opus of work. Each member should be congratulated. Each member is loved by everybody. For the RZA to come with this kind of production, when Dre and them was popping, there was like nothing else for like a lot of niggas to do. Like the RZA automatically put himself from this album in the annals of the greatest hip hop producers of all time. The next song on this album is one of my personal favorites. And it's because every morning when I worked in morning radio, I would get to the Lincoln Tunnel from Jersey and I would put in 
or switch on to, because remember, six, seven CD changes at that time, I would switch over to wherever I knew I had the Wu-Tang Clan, and I would skip, bring the ruckus, and go straight to the second record because I loved so much about this record. Raekwon, Old Dirty, Method Man. This shit just speaks to me. The music, the drive, the feel, it woke me up in the morning. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. What a fucking masterful piece of music that these guys managed to put together. And then the next song, Clan in the Front, is really a Jizza solo joint. Clan in the Front, let your feet stomp. Niggas on the left, rag shit to death. Hoods on the right, wild for a night, punks in the back, come on and attack to what? Incredible. Wu-Tang, Seventh Chamber. Who the fuck names their record Seventh Chamber? Why not the First Chamber? We didn't even get the First Chamber. Listen, listen, y'all. Bring the Ruckus was first. Then Shame on the Nigga. Then Clan in the Front. Reza and Jizza. And then Wu-Tang, Seventh Chamber. How you go on your number fourth for a record, in the list of the way your, your your track listing is, the way you arranged your album, to the fucking seventh chamber on the fourth song. Okay, how do you, how do you do that? And, and before we play it, before we play, can it all be so simple? It's shit. It's the intro with RZA talking, and it sounds like it's it's raining. It's yo Ray, yo Ghost, what y'all niggas ah? I never understood why he just said, ah, and I always wanted to ask Riz about some of this, some of this shit, but it just felt right. You know, it was almost like he was saying, yo, Ray, yo, Ghost, where y'all niggas going? He was like, yo, what y'all niggas, ah, and then the Gladys Knight shit. You know, everybody's talking about the good old days, right? The thought, the snatch Gladys Knight. Can it be that it was all so simple then?
Or has time rewritten every line? If we had a chance to do it all again, tell me, would we? Could we? That's that. That's where that line is from. Memories like the corners of my mind. Misty watercolored memories from the way we were. That was a movie called The Way We Were, and Barbara Streisand sang that song, and it became a hit. But did RZA sample Barbara Streisand? No, he took the one that Gladys Knight did. Can it all be so simple? Go listen to the, the song The Way We Were. Gladys Knight and the Pips. It was done originally by Barbara Streisand. And he took that shit and made it hip-hop. Yo, started off on the island. AK Shallon, niggas wailing. Gunshots thrown the phone dialing. Back in the days, I'm eight now. Making a tape now. Ray gotta get a plate now. Ignorant and mad young. Wanted to be the one. Till I got blah, blah, Yeah, my pops was a fiend since 16. Uh -huh. Shooting that, that's that shit in his bloodstream. That's the life of a grain. I need to say this about this record. This record formed the marriage of Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. This is the first time you hear them two on a record, just, just them two. I mean, you got the RZA and whoever else is talking in the intro, but it's just them two on the record. Let me give you a little bit of the chorus. I'm reading it from the lyrics. Dedicated to the winners and the losers. Dedicated to all Jeeps and Land Cruisers. Don't that take you back into when that was the shit? Dedicated to the wise, 850 eyes. Dedicated to niggas who do drive-bys. Dedicated to the Lexus and the Axe. Remember how Acura and Lexus was the shit? Dedicated to MPV's fat. Yo. You can't, like, you just, there's something about this shit that's so incredible. It's, it's crazy. Listen to some of Ghostface Killers. I want to have me a fat yacht and enough land to go and plant my own seed cess crops. But for now, it was just a big dream because I found myself in the place where I'm last seen. My thoughts must be relaxed, be able to maintain, because times has changed and life is strange. The glorious days is gone, and everybody's doing bad. Yo, mad life is up for grabs. Brothers passing away, I got to make wakes. Receiving all types of calls from upstate. Yo, I can't cope with the pressure. Settling for lesser. The guard left lessons on my dresser. Who introduced us? Who had that kind of 5% shit really going on in their music heavy like that before the Wu-Tang, right? So I can bloom and blossom, find a new way, continue to make more hits with Ray and A. Sunshine plays a major part in the daytime. Ghostface carries a black nine, nigga. And right after that is the intermission where Ray and Meff are talking about the Wu-Tang. Who's in the Wu-Tang? What's their goal? It's like this. I'm going to start from the top. Inspector Deck, he's like, he's like that dude that'll sit back and watch you uh -huh. play yourself and all that, right? Uh -huh. 
and see you sit there and know you lying, and he'll take you to court after that because he the inspector. That's why he the, and and also he the rebel lying that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, and Shalar Raekwon, he the chef. He cooking up some marvelous shit to get your <laughs> mouth watering. On some okay. old shit. Okay. Then, then it's then it's the method, man. It's like mad different methods to the way I do my shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta smoke a bean in here. I'm telling you, my <laughs> basically method, man, is like roll that shit, light that shit, smoke it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and then baby, you he, he a psychopathic, he a psychopathic thinker. Uh huh. And. and then we got then we got the old dirty bastard because uh-huh. they ain't no father to his step. That's why he the old dirty bastard, <laughs> ghost face killer. You know what I'm saying? He on some now you see me now you now don't. You, don't. Uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And and the RZA, he the sharpest motherfucker in the whole clan. He always on point. Uh-huh. Right? He's a sharp uh-huh. with the beats, with the rhymes, whatever. Any DJ. And the Jizza, the genius is just the genius. He mm-hmm. he's the backbone so of the whole joint. He the head. Genius. Let's put it that way. We we form like Voltron, and Jizza happened to be the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm dissecting this fucking album, y'all. So bear with me. At this point, there's no talk about Master Killer at all. At all. Or Capadonna at all. This just goes to show you how the Wu kept going and expanded and added Master Keller and then later on Capadonna. But in this explanation of who the Wu Tang clan is and what they are, okay, at this point, Capadonna, I mean, not Capadonna, but Master Keller, especially because Capadonna is not on this album. Master Killer is not yet officially a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Let's move on. Next song up is The Mystery of Chess Boxing. Not chest, chess. The Mystery of Chess, C-H-E-S-S, Boxing. All right. Now, when you have debates with anybody about the Wu-Tang Clan. Who's the best MC? Who's your favorite MC in the Wu-Tang Clan? Who's the least favorite? Who don't get enough props for what they have given to the Wu-Tang Clan? The person who most likely will be called out to say they don't get enough props is you, God. Right? Baby you, Golden Arms. But it ain't a goddamn Wu-Tang Clan fan that doesn't remember the first line or that first rhyme, excuse me, not the line, but the first rhyme of the mystery of chess boxing. Bro, I'ma give it to ya with no trivia. We're like cocaine straight from Bolivia. My hip hop will rock and shock the nation like the Emancipation Proclamation. We give MCs a post with slang is dead. Them eyes are running to the wall and bang your head. I push a force, I force you doubting. I'm making devils cower to the caucus mouth. Everybody knows that fucking rhyme. If you're a true fan of Wu-Tang, everybody in the audience, when they do this song, knows that goddamn rhyme. That's a set-off, a fucking record rhyme right there. We're going to talk about Deck later on, but that is a set-the-fucking-record-off-perfectly rhyme. Not only that, right? But Old Dirty on this record is so fucking incredible on this record. Like, for me, that's one of the standout rhymes off this record. I like the way you guard set it off, 
And I love the way Old Dirty comes with Here I go, deep tight flow Jacu Stowe could never get this low I'm cherry bomb and shit Boom, just warming up a little bit <laughs> Rapping in is what's happening Keep the pockets stacking Then hands clapping Then at the party where I move my body Gotta get up and be somebody Grab the microphone, get straight to the dump dun, 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 Into the Wu-Tang zone Come on, y'all Nobody, come on that's fucking style, yo. That's that's crazy style. And then meth, my peoples, where you with me? Where you at? In the front to the back, killer bees on the tack. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Crazy. And this is the first time you hear Master Killer on this record. Homicide's illegal and death is the penalty. What justifies the homicide? When he dies in his own iniquity. It's just so cerebral in the vein of the jizza being cerebral like that. This is a dope-ass record, The Mystery of Chess Boxing. It is. They, man, the styles, the cadences, the differences in every MC that's on that record is just fucking mind-blowing, y'all. It really is. Let's celebrate this album. I'm going to take a short pause for the calls, and I'll be back with more of the happy anniversary to Enter the Woo, the 36 Chambers. Come on, son, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that makes every step feel fly. It's like the first time I was looking for them Jordan 1s. Like when they really came out and I couldn't get my hands on them. And it was something about that sneaker that I always wanted to have because I never got it in the very, very, very beginning. I fell in love with that sneaker. And when I finally got it, oh, baby. These days, to know for sure you're getting a real deal, go straight to eBay where you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. You got to get it from eBay because then you know you got the real deal. Now you know that when something is limited and you can't find it, you can find it on eBay. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy, that thing that you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tough? It's in your DNA. It drives your resilience. Even when they told you that you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges, making the impossible happen. And tomorrow, you'll do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built Ford Tough. Here's some big news. McDonald's is dropping two sauces, two brand new sauces to McDonald's, sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce. Now, sweet and spicy jam will go great with breakfast, in my opinion. You know 
I got to have something on one of the biscuits. And sweet and spicy jam sounds absolutely delicious to me on a biscuit. I'm, I'm sorry. I like to add something spicy to my McDonald's breakfast pick. How about you? Wouldn't you like to add spicy to your favorite McDonald's breakfast pick? Or are you kind of like a hot sauce in your bag type of person like me? Well, then Mambo Sauce and Sweet and Spicy Jam both pack a kick. What McDonald's items would you like to add some spice to? I can think of french fries. I can think of a million things. I can think of the chicken sandwich, a whole lot of other things. These two are only available until November 12th. Are you going to try them while you can? Well, you should. What's your go-to McDonald's sauce? What's your favorite go-to Mickey D's sauce? It's very rare that McDonald's expand the sauce menu. So are you going to swap Mambo or Sweet and Spicy Jam for your usual? Well, that's what you need to do. Check it out for a limited time at McDonald's. Come on, son. Get the fuck out here with that corny shit. So I'm back. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. We are celebrating the anniversary, the 30th anniversary of Into the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers by the Wu-Tang Clan. Um... This next album, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. You know what I really love about this record? If you want beef, then bring the ruckus. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Right? Straight from the motherfucking slums that's busted, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. And then, in the outro, last part of this record, the RZA is shouting out everybody. Then he goes all the way to Morgan State. And then he goes on to say, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with all over the whole fucking globe. Coming through, boy. Peace to the fucking Zulu nation. Peace to all the gods in the earth. Word is bond. Wu-Tang. Chopping heads, boy. It ain't safe no more. And then he says, peace. <laughs> that shit always made me laugh. Chopping heads. It ain't safe no more. Peace. But what you have to understand about that is that when he said chopping heads, he wasn't talking about killing niggas. He's talking about they're coming through murdering MCs, lyrically. Lyrical swords. That's what they were talking about. That's why it, did, it, it made sense for him to say peace. He's saying the Wu-Tang Clan, this is our first album. We're coming through, chopping heads. The playing field for hip-hop ain't safe no more. Peace. If you want beef, then bring the ruckus. The Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Straight from the motherfucking slums that's busted, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Chopping heads of all other MCs. It ain't safe no more for y'all niggas out here. That's competition. Peace. Love that song. 
Moreover, for that song, I love the Tiger style. Doom, 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 tiger style. Tiger style. It's just so many little pieces in that production that the RZA put in there, which just blew my mind. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's fucking New York. It's New York. The God talk, the language, the the slang. You could just see that these dudes ain't have no fucking money. That they was probably sharing sandwiches. But they believed in themselves. They bet on themselves. And gave warning to everybody. We chopping off your motherfucking heads. It ain't safe no more. For everybody that's already out, it ain't safe no more. But peace. This is incredible, man. Let's move on. The next song became one of the biggest songs to spawn a word, to spawn slang that had never, ever been used. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's another song that takes you somewhere. It could have made a whole song about just the money. What about money? Money this. I got money. We got plenty of money. This money, that money, this money, that. But no, I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hand. Moms bounced on old man. So then we moved to Shaolin land. It, what does that have to do with, 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 with having a bunch of money? It doesn't. But they're showing you that this shit is fucked up. So now I'm at a point, especially with Ray Kwan's verse, so I got with a sick-ass click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas, rolling in MPVs. Every week we made 40 Gs. Yo, nigga, respect mine. Oh, here go the tech notch. Proud move from the gate, pal. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And even just the beginning of that song, that nigga want God. Word up, look out for the cops. Two for five, two for five, the niggas down the way got garbage. That's street shit. It really is. It's, it's incredible, man. It's, a, it's just a, an amazing record. If you ever go back, I want y'all to, when you listen to this, just Google some of those samples and listen to the sample for cream. Listen to where he got, where he got cream from and how he had to chop that shit up. Okay. And then deck who doesn't get enough credit for being as dope as he is. His story ain't on the same vein as what Raekwon was talking about. Getting with a sick type click. Here come the technology power move from the gate power. It's been 22 long, hard years. I'm still struggling. Survival got me bugging, but I'm alive on arrival. I peep at the shape of the streets and stay awake to the ways of the world because shit is deep. A man with a dream with plan to make cream would fail. I went to jail at the age of 15. A young buck selling drugs and such who never had much, trying to get a clutch of what I could not. And you know the next word is touch, but he didn't even say it. 
Oh my God, I just love this fucking record, yo. The court plays me short, so I'm facing incarceration. Pacing. Going upstate's my destination. Handcuffing back of a bus, 40 of us. Life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough. But as the world turns, I learned life was hell. Living in a world no different from a cell. Every day I escape from Jake's giving chase, selling bass, smoking bones in the staircase. Though I don't know why I chose to smoke sets, I guess that's the time that I'm not depressed, but I'm still depressed and I ask what it's worth. Ready to give up, so I seek the old earth. Your mom's. Your old earth is your mom's. Who explains working hard may help you maintain to learn to overcome the heart aches and pain. We got stick up kids, corrupt cocks and crack rocks and straight shots all on a block that stays hot. Oh, come on, y'all. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Incredible. Incredible. Everybody to this day still saying cash rules everything around me. 30 years later. Cream, get the money. Hook master, method man on that hook. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. Ed Lover's podcast. Kibba Hudson. We're continuing to analyze this magnus opus, this amazing piece of work 30 years later. Next song was Method Man's solo, which I really believe propelled Method Man to be in the star. Method Man was the first one that signed the solo deal. And part of what makes the Wu-Tang Clan so incredible is they signed as a group to Loud Records, but would not allow Loud Records to have each and every member as a solo artist. Now, Dre and I had a deal with, um, we put out Backup Off Me, right? We put that uh, uh, Relativity Records. They had Dre and I signed as a group, and solo. So if I wanted to do a solo album, it would have had to come out on Relativity Records. Wu-Tang, Power, RZA, they were smart enough not to allow Divine, his brother, who is really the real business head of the actual group and the signings of different artists with the RZA involved heavily, of course, to allow Loud to have each and every member signed to Loud. They could go get individual deals for everybody. Method Man was never on Loud Records like Wu-Tang was. He was on Def Jam. They were all spread out on different labels. That was brilliant strategy. Nobody had done that. Not that was a part of a singular group like that, but everybody still signed to Wu-Tang Productions including RZA himself, and could all get individual record deals. And that's what ended up happening, some quicker than others. But everybody ended up getting their own bag away from Wu-Tang Clan because everybody had individual deals. And think about all the amount of work that all of them have put out all over the years. You can't find another group that has put out that much work. You cannot. You can't. From Raekwon to Ghostface to, to Meth to You God to Spectre Deck to the Jizza to the Rizza to Capadonna, Master Killer, you can't find another group that has put out the sheer volume of work that they've put out. 
And Method Man is the song that propelled Method Man to stardom. And like I said, when I first heard it on the tape, I totally recognized the M-E-T-H-O-D man. M-E-T-H-O-D-O-F-L-O-V-E. Method of mind and love. Bring it to grab that line and make it your own because your name is Method Man. Brilliant. Gritty. Dope. And the fucking skit on the beginning. Torture, motherfucker. Torture. I saw them perform Into the 36 Chambers years ago in its entirety in Chicago, Illinois, and I ended up on stage with them. And afterwards, we went back into the dress room, and my wife is a big Wu-Tang Clan fan, so we shot some video with all of them saying what's up to my wife. It was, it was absolutely wonderful. And they asked me how I liked the show. And I said, the shit was just all right. Now, I know the show was fucking incredible. And they said, nigga, what are you talking about? I said, y'all didn't do the skits. And they was like, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> you're going to do the album, you got to do the skits. The skits are just so much a part of that album, man. It really is. It really, really is, yo. Protect Your Neck is the next record that's on this album. I smoke on the mic like smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser. Raise hell with the flavor. Rolling with the clan like troops in Pakistan. Rolling through your hood like the neighborhood Spider-Man. So I'll tick tock and keep ticking. What else can you say about Protect Your Neck? One of the first work record I ever heard from them was Protect Your Neck. The first guest we ever had on the Hot 97 Morning Show with Ed, Lisa, and Dre was the Wu-Tang Clan. The very first guest. So you see how far I go back with them. Their album came out in 93. We started the Hot 97 Morning Show with Ed, Lisa, and Dre, same year, 1993. Who's the Man came out, same year, 1993. Incredible. Let's not forget the beginning of Protect Your Neck. When a dude calls up and says, Yo, what's up, man? Cooling, man. Chilling, chilling. Yo, you know I had to call. You know why, right? Why? Because, yo, I never, ever called and asked you to play something, right? Yeah. What you want to hear? I want to hear that Wu Tang joint. Wu Tang again? Uh, yeah, again and again. You want to hear that Wu Tang clan again? Yeah, man, again and again and again. Some college radio, I don't know exactly who was playing that song before the rest of the world heard it. But it was some college radio that was playing that shit, and you can hear the enthusiasm in that dude's voice in the beginning of this song or how he just wanted to hear Protect Your Neck again. Masterful piece of work from production to rhymes to everything that lets you know who everybody was on that record individually. It's just that kind of a song that really, really, really had a profound effect on me the first time that I heard it. One more thing I want to say about Protect Your Neck. After the RZA finishes his rhyme with these last two lines, 
My clan increased like black unemployment. Yeah, another one there. Jika genius, take us the fuck out of here. And all of the ants, ants, some of the stuff that they, they let go and some of the stuff that they didn't want to let go for radio purposes. And the Jizza just explaining his time on a label. And he just killed Cold Chillin' immediately. He said Cold Killing, but we know he meant Cold Chillin'. And then, to come at the last line and say, I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. You must protect your neck. You must, you must protect your neck. You must protect your neck. You must. Incredible, y'all. Incredible. That's the last I'm going to say about protecting neck. I just, I'll be thinking this shit, then I think of some other shit to say. Tears, another incredible record from the RZA describing his little brother getting shot and telling you how he had shot somebody, right, in the beginning and how it all came back around to bite him in the ass. Yo, Rob, remember that kid you buzzed? Ah, uh, yeah, he ran, but he didn't get far because I dropped him. Ha, 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 ha. And then in the next couple of lines, his little brother goes to the store for bread, gets robbed, gets shot, and... He goes, how do I say goodbye? It's always the good ones that have to die. Memories in the corner of my mind, flashbacks. I was laughing all the time. I told him all about the bees and birds, but I wish I had a chance to sing these three words. And then that chorus. After laughter comes there'll be tears. And then Ghostface talking about running the train with his man, Big Mo from the shelter on some girl named Thelma. I just fucking love this record. It's just the differences in the styles, like the way they didn't... That record's called Tears, but it's two different stories about tears. It really is. See, but then when his man Mo gets past having raw sex with the neighborhood hoe, Ghost say he carried on with the same old stuff with Stephanie like a whammy. He pressed his luck. Both try to be down with OPP, ain't nothing wrong, but he got caught up with the HIV. Now, no life to live, Doc says, two more years. So after the laughter, I guess, comes the tears. That's some serious shit. You don't expect them to broach not wearing a condom and HIV on this gritty-ass, hard-ass album, but it's touched upon. And I think that's another thing that makes them so damn special. Right after that, Wu-Tang, Seventh Chamber, Part 2. Protect Your Neck is back on there. And then on the extended version, there's different versions of Method Man. Like the home tape version and Cream. But this whole album, y'all, is one of the more amazing albums that we've ever heard in hip-hop. And on his 30th anniversary, I reached out with my 
partner in crime, my manager and business partner, because he's both. He manages me and we do separate businesses together. Dan Smalls, because I know he knows Raekwon very well. And I asked him, could he ask Raekwon to say something about what the 30th anniversary of the Wu-Tang Clan debut album, Into the Wu, 36 Chambers, means to him. And when I heard it, what he sent back, and when I heard it, I actually was in my studio recording something, some liners or something for one of the stations that I'm on. Make sure you check out the Ed Love Experience on the station near you. And it touched me to my soul. And I cried like a baby. I am honored. I am privileged to know each and every member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Rest in peace to Old Dirty. For my daughter to be friends with Old Dirty's daughter. For Old Dirty's daughter to be in my house. For me to take her in my, in my basement and show her my Wu wall. And show her this gigantic framed picture of her father I have on my wall. It's touching to be in this position 30 years later and know that I was one of the very first people they ever gave their tape to, that they were the first group to be on my radio show, to have had them on your own TV rights when I was dressed like Master Wu and them niggas wanted to kill me until Method Man started laughing. There will never be another Wu-Tang Clan. They are etched in the annals of hip-hop and music period forever. It's difficult for your first album to be a magnus opus masterpiece. But this album, on the 30th anniversary of Into the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, is without a doubt, whether you care for them or not, a masterpiece of an album. Lyrically, productions, skits, everything. Pressure makes diamonds. I'm going to say thank you to the Wu-Tang Clan for this album. And I'm going to leave y'all with what Raekwon had to say about this album and about your boy Ed Lover, which made me cry. God bless y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Come on, son. The podcast. This is what Raekwon had to say. Come on, son, son. Peace. What's the deal? Yo, check it out, man. It's the chef, Raekwon, on the Mighty Woo. Right now, I want to big up my brother, Ed Lover. You know what I mean? In this podcast, come on, son. That's the realest shit to me, man. And definitely want to give my brother his flowers. You know, today is a beautiful day. 30 years, Wu-Tang Clan. You know, um, that anniversary is real. You know, my brother, Ed Lover, Dr. Dre, the whole family was there for us. You know, I want to say, yo, we love you, brother. We need you. This culture needs you. What you added on to this culture is undeniable. You know, your your words of wisdom, your advice, your realness, everything is well respected, man. And as we celebrate today, I want to celebrate you as well. You know what I mean? Because, Ed, you never change. You never change, and you always wore your heart on your sleeve, and you stay real with the culture, man. So just want you to know you're on my mind. Love you, brother. And, yo, let's celebrate this 30 years today, man.
Word up. Let's celebrate, man. You see they lighting up the Empire State Building. Black and yellow style. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Word up. It's for brothers like you that believed in us. Thank you. 100. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Come on, son, son. Cause dancing was a fly one Took her to the crib Then she ran her jibs About mind up with me And being positive He yawned and he sighed To 105 Then he finally realized The honey was alive At least he didn't plan On building for the evening Through the feline on the dome And said come on yo we leave him Came out on the scene As he told her to be from Laura's man stand With a blunt in his hand you know the transaction Brothers getting lost in the weed satisfaction Coming down the block man loudest you would swear red man was inside the truck As the night seemed darker Cops is on the hunt They interrupt your cypher and crush your blunt See you left your work at home So they pat you down for nothing Why in the hell does 10 keep hunting? Turn around like Elvin Ailey But when it comes to days like this I got lyrics to go Lyrics to go been two years, but see, the job was never falling. Would have tried for singing, but that stuff was not my calling. The mic is in effect, so you know I'm never stalling. Walking through the door, and all them suckers started hauling. Talk a lot of trash, but no one could seem to beat it. Pull out your microphone and watch the fight for make you eat it. The MCs, they get jelly when the girlies up my belly. Kick a slow dance like my brother R. Kelly. Today's a hip hop draft, will I be top seated? Work too freaking hard while all the rest will get and weed it. Steady kicking style so I can reach that other level. Don't worry about getting gas, I push the pedal to the metal. Wanted this cause it surely beats a scramble. I'm Jordan with the mic. Huh. Wanna gamble? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.